Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Tell Me What You Know. Today is Tuesday, June 11th. How's it going, Michael? Good. I didn't have uh, jury duty this morning. Got out. Oh, right on. Yeah. You walk in and you're like, that guy's guilty. Actually, I never had to go. They, they didn't yeah. need me. Well, use that line next time for yeah. sure. Yeah. Easiest way out. Guilty. Yeah. I wasn't put on this earth to judge anybody, but that guy right there, Your Honor. <laughs> I've never seen a more guilty person in my life. I'll throw you out in a heartbeat. Sure, number three. Please, you're dismissed. That's right. Take, take a hike. <laughs> uh, yeah, today is Tuesday, June 11th. This weekend is Father's Day. Make sure you get your dad something nice. Uh, your dad's coming to town, you said? He is. Yeah? Yeah, he'll be Any, in town. Anything planned? Uh, no, he's going to see the new new baby. My sister's oh, yeah, new yeah. baby. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I think it's just... Hang out. Right on. Yeah. on. How about you? Uh, I will not be seeing my father this weekend. I'll give him a call, I'm sure. We'll mm-hmm. talk. You send uh, him a card? Uh, no. I, don't, I won't. <laughs> I'll give him a phone call. <laughs> I don't know. I, the grimace on your face was well, perfect I just, like, for that. I'm sure their, their cards are great. Like a nice handwritten letter. I send them from time to time to make sure that – Well, I should do more. I have been thinking about some doing people them love for a the long cards. Time. Yeah, I mean, I think like a nice letter from time to time is really nice. Uh, a card that just like has my name on it, like what, just a waste of money. Plus, yeah. like I don't have any stamps. True. Like, stamps are always an issue. True. For me, at least, envelopes like it's a whole post office run. Mm-hmm. Really big deal. <laughs> 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 it takes a lot. Yep. Uh, but I'll give him a call, and then I'll probably see him. I imagine I'll be back down that way around Fourth of July or something like that. So I'll see him then. Play some golf probably. Um, You're a good son. Don't, right. don't be guilty. No, no, I feel fine. I feel it's fine. a made-up holiday, Michael. That's right. That's right. He still owes me a three-wood for my birthday anyway. So. <laughs> you owe me that three-wood, Dad. <laughs> Can you tell I have no brothers or sisters? <laughs> um, speaking of sports, we got tomorrow's St. Louis and uh, Boston game seven. Game seven. In Boston, I think. <sighs> I really hope they lose. Yeah. Well, we'll yeah. see. Yep. Um, and uh, going to game six. You see, Blues have like, they've like, their, one of their newspapers or something put out some stuff about like, congratulations to the St. Louis Blues on winning the Stanley Cup. Oh, like, they, they win early? Oh, God. Yeah. Mm. I mean, that's just a curse right there. You're done after yeah. that oh, point. Yeah. That's, that's really bad. Yeah. Anyway, and then we got game six in the NBA finals. Durant down and out. Maybe done? At forever? I don't know. I don't I mean, know. He's having an MRI today, I think, right? Yeah. You see the they, see the the press conference of the owner. He's, he's like crying cr- the whole time. Could not pull that was it together. Kind of, that was odd. I mean, it was, I mean, the guy didn't die. I mean, it's yeah, but I mean, but like, it, it ultimately like, comes think, down. I'm it makes sure you that think that something was happening in that in the, during the whole organization to get Kevin Durant to play. Right. I mean, like, I'm sure Kevin wanted to play. Yeah, obviously. of course. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of that comes. I'm sure the president had a lot to do with him playing. Like, and then he's got to kind of deal with. The fact that I mean, a torn Achilles is a pretty big. Oh, if, that's, if that's what it is, like that could be a season. That could be a career ending for injury. sure. Yeah, definitely could make him not 100 percent for the rest. Yeah, of the, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, who else? Somebody or, or at least is, a, is or Clay out? At least is Clay out too. At least out for a year. No, I think Clay's back. Clay's okay. Clay's in. Did somebody else get hurt last night? I can't. I, I fell asleep watching the game. So yeah, this is not a sports podcast. So we fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's. Uh, we'll watch both of those games. It's going to be awesome. And the U.S. Open starts on Thursday. That I'm most excited about. Who you got? Tiger Woods. Kepka's going to dominate. I think Kepka shoots like a 40 under. <laughs> I mean, he very well could, but yeah. um, he didn't play well in this last tournament. I think. Was it a major? I, Kerry, I know, but that that is just too weird to me to think that that <laughs> makes any massive difference. I think it might just be a coincidence that he yeah. has done has just played really well in those majors. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I'm excited. Pebble, beautiful course. Oh. See if Tiger can can do it again like he did 19 years ago. Yes, I think he can. 
That was an amazing tournament. All right. Uh, I, I just watched the fourth round of that and like a replay. Yeah. It was awesome. It's Made like, me really miss, you know. It's like better than Pornhub for you, I'm sure. It was, I was very entertained. <laughs> <laughs> I was enthralled. Just watch in your room next time if you don't mind. I was engorged. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. You want to jump into this? Let's do it. Let's do some topics. Michael, number two, tell me what you know about Twitch. Twitch.tv, that is. So I know Twitch is a is a live streaming uh, gaming platform, sure. specifically for gaming platform, and and Twitch was uh, developed to marry like the the gamer and the game. So you could pl- you could watch both of those. I guess I guess it just started to so you could watch somebody else's game footage, um, and then maybe the the character edition kind of the the gamer edition was added later. Um, I was yeah. pretty I, I was really impressed by the fact that they were able to put it together. I mean, it's just a lot of, uh, it's a lot of content moving around and, and it's, it's a really good platform. Yeah. So do you know how it started? You know, where no, it came no, from? No, tell me more about do that. Do you remember the website, uh, Justin TV? That I, okay. Yeah. Sam, I, Sam Rance used to watch like, uh, German soccer games at 4am. Yeah. I do remember Justin website. TV and I do know that the Justin is this guy, but yeah, I don't so know much Justin about Khan him. Justin Kahn and Emmett Shear. Mm. They started Justin TV in like 2007, I think. And it was like a general interest forum of where you could stream, people stream sports, uh, matches like games from all over the world basically through this it was a way that like somebody could watch a you know a Bundesliga game mm-hmm. if it wasn't on TV in the states which a lot of them weren't in the early 2000s that kind of thing right uh, and then obviously it spun off these subcategories of different things that people were interested in and the biggest one by like 2012 by far was video games so people were streaming themselves playing video games and they were growing these audiences of people watching them play video games a lot of people are like you're watching somebody play video game why don't you just play the fucking video yeah, game yeah which that like uh, at that in a vacuum makes sense, but like obviously this thing's grown yeah. like crazy, and it's it's a form of entertainment. It's like uh, I liken it to if you're really into video games, this is like you watching somebody who's at the top of their craft. It's like watching uh, the NBA finals, basically. You know, yeah. it's like you're watching the the best at something that yeah. you're entertained by. Yeah, do their thing. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, like that was it was spun off from uh, Justin TV. They 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 basically renamed their parent company Twitch, essentially because of the video game side of it was growing so large uh they named that part of it obviously uh you might get to this later but yeah. is, does twitch have any meaning uh or any significance i actually don't know i didn't find that hmm. uh it seems like it was kind of like right in the yeah it's a great name it right definitely... in the, the popular time of like just a, a quick one word that doesn't really right. mean much right for the thing right um we've gotten into that <clears> argument <throat> about whether or not you should name things spot on or name things completely irrelevant but sound good yeah well, there's uh, we can do that's uh, two 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 schools a separate show. for sure a separate for sure show. absolutely, um, but like you said, yeah, it's primarily video game streaming, but there's also it's a home for like live music broadcasts. There's like you know musicians that come on there and they'll do some acts. And they'll they'll cover songs that the chat wants to hear. Their audience they call it the chat essentially because it's just there's a chat there the entire time. A Is live there a chat. To- uh, like a totally open chat? So I mean, it depends on who the streamer. Like you can you can mod like moderate it. You can have it so where it's only people that follow you, only people that subscribe to you. You can put it in emote only chat, so it's like you can only put these little emojis, only faces and stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, which is good because like there's a lot of people out there and a lot of trolls, and they'll come in there and they'll just start yeah. you know, spamming. Just any spam in general is pretty annoying. And then if it gets like racial or if it gets yeah, whatever. Right. You got to shut them up somehow. Well, you can hide your intentions in words, where it's like you can't really hide your meaning in like a like a smiley face or sure. like an angry face. Like, right. oh, you're angry. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and there's always obviously the way to like time people out or ban them or whatever mm-hmm. as well. 
but yeah, so music broadcasts, uh, there's like creative works. So there's like people that like artists will go in there and paint or sculpt or draw or whatever. Uh, people that do like robotics, like machinery, type, like whatever they want to do. And then more recently, they've started a, an, an in real life, an IRL subcategory where it's just people walking around doing what they do. Like maybe they're traveling or they're just going to go to the beach today mm -hmm. and they take their audience with them just go for the experience yes huh. so like what i mean can would you can you imagine like watching somebody like hey uh go I'm, pick up their laundry yeah exactly i mean <laughs> I, pick up my dry cleaning later it's when people don't connect with other people on a daily basis like actually talk with people i can understand getting some entertainment from watching somebody go and like pick up their laundry and then that's just entertaining i mean you're literally in your house Watching nothing. Yeah. I, I just saw a statistic that was like 50% of people in the United States don't have a meaningful connect, a meaningful interaction with another person on like a given basis. Like a on, a, on a daily basis, a human interaction. Yeah. Not like picking up DoorDash and like, thank you for my meal. <laughs> yeah. I mean like a conversation with somebody else. Uh, I mean, and that's like loneliness in this country. For is sure. a big deal. For sure. But I would, and like you said, I would imagine if you're in that situation, like you kind of view this as... You become invested in it. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm like, not going to watch you like go pick up your laundry if I've got five friends doing really interesting shit. Right. I'm going to go do their shit. I'm not going to do. I'm not going to watch you go get your pressed linens. Right. But a lot of people do do that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's nuts. Yeah. It's crazy. It's it's bizarre. It's uh, it's kind of awesome, I think. Uh, but yeah, these people get invested in these streamers' lives, I guess, and they kind of treat it like a soap opera almost. They're like, mm -hmm. oh, where's you know, where's that girl you met last week? Like that kind of stuff. And right. they. Anyway, so do, do you think that they uh, almost like script their show a little bit? I'm going to have an interaction with, a, with like, I'm going to create some conflict in my life to make this more interesting. I don't know if they try and create conflict. I'm I think not going to pay my power bill and see what happens. Exactly. <laughs> what happens if I go in here and yell bomb? <laughs> we live stream it real quick. Yeah. Um, so we, we kind of touched on the history. Justin TV started it uh, in August 2014. Amazon acquired them for $970 million, which seems like a steal That's at this total point. Total steal. Like, yeah, it's huge. And now they've integrated it with Amazon Prime to where. So I think we've talked a bit about like the breakdown of how the interaction works between the streamer and their audience. And yeah. Their individual, you know, segment of one chat person. Right. Right. So they have the option to follow, which is free. They just follow the channel. Uh, you can subscribe. Subscribe. Subscriptions are five dollars a month. Um, with Amazon Prime, if you have Amazon Prime and you link your Twitch account, you get one free subscription per month. Okay. So that was huge for the streamers because people that couldn't potentially afford, let's say you're like a 12 year old who doesn't have you know any income, <laughs> but your mother has Amazon Prime. Right. You know, streamers just see, okay, here's a 12 year old who's watching my stream. Hey, ask your mom if she has Amazon Prime, and then people just started getting subscriptions like crazy. And of that five dollars, I think the streamer gets anywhere from two and a half to three and a half dollars of that. That's a lot. Yeah. So I mean, you look at guys that have like 30,000 subscriptions subscribers. Yeah. Like these guys, there's some of the top streamers are pulling in like a million and a half easy before taxes. Yeah. That's like, crazy. Looking at like $300,000 a month. For playing video games online and having a following. Yeah. yeah. Probably, you know, maybe playing a video game online for like eight hours a day, six days a week. <laughs> Which like, hey, if I could do that, why the hell not? Yeah. I think about it sometimes and I, I'd, it'd be interesting to eventually be able to talk to somebody who's like at that level. But like, I, I guess if you're at that, that level, this question might not be for you so much because you're pretty much set. But like, let's say you're one of the mid, mid tiers and you're, you know, you're making a good 80000 a year or something mm -hmm. like that before taxes. Do, do they do have people that make this? eighty thousand, or is there like a, sure. a, a 
where it just falls off. Even like if you're either making 200 grand or then you just don't have a following. No, no, no. I think there's people that, you know, probably have like three to 4,000 subscribers. Mm -hmm. So they're making, you know, 2,000, 3,000 bucks a month, something okay. like that. 4,000 maybe like mm -hmm. just in that area. Mm -hmm. I think that definitely is a thing. And like, obviously they, they cut deals because they have this following. They cut deals with uh, companies like Alienware and NZXT and iBuyPower and all these I want to play with the stuff that you play yeah, with. Yeah, and they say, yeah. hey, listen, uh, promote it on my web, on my site. Give me a little bit of a kickback or something. And or they give you a, a product code and you, whenever exactly. somebody goes buys it, you get money. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So it's like 15% off and it's like a thousand dollar computer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you get a little bit of money. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so there's, there's uh, my, getting back to what I was saying, I think like, uh, I, I wonder like what those guys, cause I think the core audience is like 18 to 30, or sorry, the core streaming broadcasters, like 18 to 34, I would guess something in there. Like, I think that's what I read online. That's the broadcaster. Broadcaster. Mm -hmm. Uh, do you think that's? I wonder if like that that top end is gonna grow, like get a little get a little older, or like what are these people gonna do after? You know what I mean? I guess they could get into the industry elsewhere, right? Um, or they start managing other streamers, um, so yeah, which I, I think is a hard. It's hard to grow following. It's hard to right. But 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 look at the way um, kind of barstools cultivated talent. They've they had a following and then they slowly inter introduced new people that gave gave them following. True. Um, What's interesting in, in that model is you you cede the power over to somebody else in the organization. So all of a sudden you're giving. Now I don't know. Talking about this doesn't really have too much of a of a bearing on this right now, but that that's something that they could do. They could right. start helping other streamers grow. Yes, they could. I just don't know how they get any kickback out of that. I guess they they could figure. They that do out. it like a, a agency management platform. I think. Yeah, I think a so lot there of are, the, there are like talent agencies that manage these these talent these talents these. Well, uh, CAA, um, like probably that. the largest talent agency, most powerful. Yeah. Uh, starts has has really pushed into more progressive forms of media, yeah. and have I think I think CAA might rep um, the Fortnite kit um, Ninja Ninja probably. Uh, I mean, he makes enough money for them to care. Right. But I think that they are helping smaller streamers with you know more niche audiences grow. yeah i'm interested to see where it goes as well because there's tons of competition now i mean there's like mixers coming out youtube has a gaming thing well so facebook there's that's a, that was something i was going to say is I, youtube must feel like fuck we, I, we totally screwed up on that because this is an obvious you know what's funny to see done. is you see these streamers that get banned off twitch for whatever reason breaking terms of service or whatever mm -hmm. and they immediately go to youtube mm. and because youtube doesn't have i guess they don't have that like background check type thing, or there's like, hey, you fucked up there, not here, come on over. Right. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they they just have a lower moral standard over there because they're trying to grow. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Google always is kind of like hands off in some ways. Yeah. YouTube's uh, going through a little something there. Right yeah. Now. No. Like, yeah. I mean, rocks I, and all that. Yeah. We won't get into that, obviously. It's a whole other. I don't know enough about it, but um, uh, so th th going back, so there's right now, if you want to, if you want to be a broadcaster, so as of uh, May of last year, 2018. Okay. Uh, there's more than 2.2 million broadcasters on Twitch. Wow. More than 15 million daily users and about a million concurrent users at a time. At a time? Yeah. Okay. Of those 2.2 uh, million, 27,000 are partner channels. So a partner channel you share in the ad revenue. You can, you can, they can subscribe to you. They can you know, donate, obviously. Donate's usually done through, a, I think, a third-party platform, not through Twitch itself. Okay. They're, you can buy these, thing called, these things called bits from Twitch. And, and you cheer with bits, and that's a donation, basically. I think, like, one bit is a penny, basically. So you buy bits, and then you give away bits. You can also watching. earn bits by watching ads, okay. stuff like that. 
Uh, right. So the Twitch partner channels, they can, you know, they can be subscribed to, they uh, get donations, whatever. There's 150,000 affiliate channels. An affiliate channel differs from, I believe, from the partner channel only in that they don't share ad revenue, but I think that's going to change at some point. Is that because they, they're not advertising on the channel? and they They're can, smaller streams, so they're, they're, they're trying to grow. They're like, you get accepted the affiliate program, and then eventually your, your goal is to be partnered at some point. Got right? it. So. so it's a kind of way for them to split out uh, the viewers of the better, or the bigger platform, bigger channels, call it. Yeah, um, for, for their ad, for, for their, their, ad, for their yeah, backside. Yeah, ad yeah. Rev, yeah. yeah, and then if I was going to say to an advertiser, it'd be like, yes. we've got 27,000, don't worry about these other 150,000, yeah. whatever, they're, they're meaningless. Here's Ninja, he has 15 million yeah. viewers, Care about followers. That. Uh, you know, 40,000 typically at a time, at least, I would mm-hmm. say. It's crazy. And the yeah. guy, the dude's like, that's bigger than like most stadiums on a daily basis, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, his viewers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's playing in front of, what would you say the numbers again? He has 15 million followers. I don't know. I need to look up. I would have to look up Like exactly. how many people watch him every night? Yeah, but I mean, he's probably typically like it's a... in the 30 to 40,000 people, person range, typically. Yeah, he, he's, a, he's a, a big television show every night, basically. And I, it's weird because I would say the majority of his audience, just as a guess, would be, you know, 16 and under, I would think. Maybe, like, even, like, 12 to 14. Right. Maybe I it's wonder, grown a little bit from so there, I, but, but, yeah, generally very, yeah. like, teenagers. It's going to be weird to see, like, when they turn 22 or something and they have some income, mm-hmm. what happens. Yeah. I, also, that's, you know, that's 10 years away. Who knows where Ninja will be at that point. But. Right. Well, no, it'll be interesting when Ninja decides he doesn't really want to be Ninja anymore and he, he changes his look or whatever and he comes back and he's... Chip Gaines. <laughs> Tyler Blevins is his name. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, he's got, like, uh, he has, like, you know, all this merchandise. He's got a big partnership with, with Red Bull. Like, the guy, and he started as a Halo pro. So you made the jump over to Fortnite from Halo? Or he was just... Uh, Halo and then into, I believe, like, some of the earlier Battle Royales, like H1Z1 and mm. Bungie and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. then when Fortnite came on the scene, he was kind of right place, right time, great personality for the game, I guess. And yeah. When, when when Fortnite exploded, he in turn exploded with it, basically. And, right. I, and it's kind of chicken or the egg. I don't know. It's, you don't really know how that works. Yeah. I'm not yeah. sure if he, like, brought attention to the game or if, right. they, if it was kind of like a combination or if the game started blowing up and he was, like, the most, you know, yeah. the, the guy streaming it the most or some, the best. Like, it's like chemical reaction. Like, they both build off of each other. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, one last thing to touch on before we switch over, because I know I've kind of carried on for a no, while it's here. interesting it's, topic. Yeah, it's cool, I think. Yeah. Uh, they do a lot of good stuff for for charities as well. I think they've like raised over like close to eighty million for charities over the last several years. Uh, I think I remember you mentioned this. They do like like uh, like long ass streams, like seven day. Yeah, streams. they'll do. Uh, so it, it some of it is uh, I guess some of it's Twitch driven. A lot of it is like actual channel driven. So mm-hmm. there's one called, and I don't know the ins and outs completely of this, but there's one called Games Done Quick, and it's like a it's like a charity marathon. I think where they try and speed run games, and they all the donations that are coming in during that time, I think it's twice a year, all the donations coming during that time go to, go to charities. And like the one they've been doing it for Doctors Without Borders, they've done Prevent Cancer Foundation, that kind of thing. That's so awesome. They do like charity streams. Another one that's pretty cool is there's a guy named uh, Gothalian, and he was big in like the Borderlands community and then the Destiny community. And he started up, uh, I think like in a pub in Tampa, like three or four years ago, just like a random like meetup. Mm-hmm. And it, that has turned into Guardian Con, where this year they're at some huge venue in Orlando, like Bungie companies, like sending people there. They're having like creators and content creators and they're having people from like gaming industry, uh, f- from different uh, gaming industries, uh, different companies coming to show like to showcase games. They have big meetups for, for different streamers. They have, you know, your play test, stuff like that. Obviously it's just a place to come and like just. Just like a trade show, but yeah. it's, it's, it's a, it's a, a, it's a community hangout. It's a yeah. con basically, right? It's a conference. Yeah. yeah. 
not a con. It's a conference. Yes, <laughs> like Comic Con, not like a con, not like a scheme. Uh, but it's just exploded, and like yeah. they, like they're getting recognized on like all the like Bungie's website now. Like Bungie's, they have this thing called like This Week at Bungie or something like that. And they like they were this past week they were like noted in there, and it's just crazy to see like and, and they they do uh, the seven day, twenty four hours a day stream where they have like four hour blocks for different you know streamers that come mm-hmm. in and do stuff, and they raise money for uh, St Jude's Children's Hospital. I think last year they raised shitload of money like two and a half million or something like that that's awesome in like seven days yeah, yeah that's crazy. awesome yeah and it's fun like a lot of the streamers will they'll set up these like goals it's like okay if I'm playing Fortnite or something they get like, competitive with each other yeah it's like that. if I hit uh, f- for a $500 donation I will drop all of my weapons right now like that kind of stuff right it's like if, if uh, I think like Ninja last year had to get a tattoo because he hit a certain number right all that kind of it's stuff it's like a telethon just yeah, just it's like if you hit, yeah, up. Yeah, turn, like, uh, turn the volume up on a telethon and right. make it video games. If yeah. you uh, if you donate two hundred dollars, I'll I'll play with a controller instead of my mouse and keyboard. That kind of thing. <laughs> There's been over three hundred fifty five billion minutes watched, one hundred twenty four million clips, thirty million plus raised for charity. I think it's way more than that now. It's like eighty million. Uh, up to a million people have watched a single event. I think the highest viewers simultaneously on one channel was like four hundred thousand. Which is it's crazy. These, what's crazy is though is that these are big numbers, yeah. but they have the potential to go so much bigger. Yeah, I mean, I think that's what's so um, so crazy about what's happening here is that it's just gonna it's just gonna get bigger. And to your point about the the average age, you know, capping off at thirty four, will these people get older? Like the top end will just continue to get older. I don't think they're gonna just denounce their video game love because right. they're older. Right. I mean, I, I think know they'll I just carry it through. Yeah. I mean. Video games are going to be a part of everything we do for a very, very long time. 44 billion minutes watched per month. I think this is old, so it might be more than that by now. I think it's Crazy. possible. I think it's possible that um, an NBA 2K league could draw as many viewers as the actual NBA I, in the in the future. Yeah, I mean, e-sports. I don't know what what timeline I would put on that, but I. That, that, I think, will absolutely come. Yeah, I mean, with esports growing right now, like, Twitch is kind of the home for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, you see, like, the League of, League of Legends Worlds had, like, a crazy amount of yeah. people watching. Overwatch has started its own league. You know, they're selling out. They sold out the Barclays Center for the finals of all the Of all the, the leagues, the NBA has certainly been the most um, open about, like, being interested in Twitch and oh, yeah. everything they've been doing. A lot, of these, a lot of these teams are owned by NBA owners. Yeah, like yeah Leonsis owns one. And, yep. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's an Overwatch team in Washington now. They're all in LA, but they have the Washington Justice or something yeah, yeah. like that. I think. Uh, yeah, and like Rick Fox is an owner of right. a, of Echo Fox. Yeah, a League of Legends team. Did you tell me he's like trying to rank up in? Uh... Yeah, he's been playing League of Legends and kind of documenting it. He's like in the worst <laughs> tier possible right now. And uh, yeah, last week he tweeted out something about how, um, how how toxic the community is and like Iron Three League of Legends, like the worst bracket you can be in, like in terms of skill. <laughs> He said, like, I know, uh, you know, Kobe and Shaq used to get mad at me when I miss a shot, but I've never been said, I've never been told some of the things I've been told in games like, the last two days. So it's hilarious. Uh, yeah. Well, you, you know, it's just the whole everybody's got a voice thing and yeah. the anonymity of it. Everyone wants to be the funny guy in the back of the room, basically. Yeah. Or like the super mean guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, you know, you're taking this too seriously. Yeah. So that's that. That's well, all that's I got. Really cool. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go to a uh, current event. Okay. Uh, this event is coming up this weekend, so I thought it good okay. to, to Michael, number one. Yeah. Tell me what you know about Pebble Beach. Ooh. Uh, located in California. Mm-hmm. Golf course. It's on the 17-mile drive, I believe, yeah, right there true. near Carmel. 
Uh, Juan Carmel is a uh, uh, nearby city, but I guess technically it's probably, it'd be more, more Monterey. Okay, Monterey, right. Yeah, Monterey, I think, is just north of it, I believe. A little bit north. And, yeah, yeah. So Monterey I, is like the bigger city. Yeah, I did a drive out. Uh, I took a trip out to California a couple years ago. We did the Highway 1 drive mm-hmm. from L.A. to San Francisco. Awesome. Stopped in Carmel. Uh, went to Salt Pebble Beach to the 17 mile drive. Almost ran out of gas on the 17 mile drive. Ooh. And there's like, I think, one gas station in Carmel. It's like yeah. $8 a gallon or something yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, but Pebble Beach, I mean, it's. Uh, this was a fact I was going to wait till later, but there's just a little fun fact. The uh, 17 mile drive is one of only a handful of private toll roads in okay. the entire country. I think it's like six six toll roads. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. Really nice. Um, I wish we weren't. We wish we weren't running out of gas. We could have enjoyed it more. We were kind of yeah. like trying to speed through yeah. there to get out of there. Just last year, they they it's ten dollars and fifty cents or something to drive around it. Now there's a, yep. there's an actual fee. Yeah, yeah, we had to pay. When we went yeah. in. Uh, but yeah, I mean the golf course, home to several U.S. Opens, beautiful course. Uh, I would have liked to have gone in and seen a bit more of it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean I don't know uh, much about like the, who the creator was. Why don't you tell me? I'll give you a little history. Yeah, give you a little history lesson here. Um, so. It was first founded by Samuel Finley Brown Morse. Um, he's a distant cousin of telegraph inventor Samuel say, Finley Sam Brees Morse? Morse. Yeah, Morse yeah. code. Yeah. Uh, in 1919, he founded uh, the Pebble Beach Company. Uh, so Morse. What a one-upper! Hey, I just invented uh, Morse code. Oh yeah, well I got a sweet golf course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was a very like beloved guy. Okay. I suppose it was what I was reading. He was a really uh, like a natural leader. Yeah. Went to Yale. He was in Skull and Bones. Um, and then moved out there with like a college friend okay. and um, got in touch with one of their, um, like a large company out there and was a manager by like 29. And then when he, he was in his 30s, he, he did this. Okay. Uh, I think in that company that he was managing, he, he was able to purchase some of the land and then he was able to form a new company and then sell that new company the land to start the Pebble Beach Company. So that's sort of how he parlayed it. Gotcha. Um, but so in 1990... Pebble Beach got sold to a Japanese businessman, uh, and it was in Japanese control until 1999, okay. when Arnold Palmer, Richard Ferris, Peter Uberoth, and Clint Eastwood bought it back. And um, they've basically created a partnership that says like no other ownership entity will ever own Pebble Beach. How does that? <clears throat> so when they all die, or like the, the Pebble Beach company? Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Who's got, so who's gonna who's like over it now? I didn't go in, I didn't yeah. go that deep into the the way that they've structured it, but I think <laughs> somehow it will be perennially owned by some entity that will be. Remember in Athens, the there was that tree that owns itself. Yeah, that's exactly what I always think about. Yeah, the tree that owns itself. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's probably just I, there was a G. I think GE Capital or GE Pension. GE Pension. I think probably put in the money, and okay. that's that that money is a, a fund that pays for for Pebble Beach to keep going. Probably gotcha. something gotcha. some form of that. Yeah. Could be totally wrong about that. No, you're right. Um, Just say it with with conviction and yeah, don't yeah. don't second guess, and everybody will believe you. Exactly. Or they won't. <laughs> <laughs> so you're right about the 17 mile drive. Yeah. So there are eight golf courses on the 17 mile drive. Oh yeah, uh, spy uh, spy glasses out there, right? So there are eight golf courses, and like Forgot seven seven bucket list golf courses. Yeah, really. like, like yeah. It's I mean, it, it what's is, what's the black sheep golf course out there? Um, probably Spyglass. Oh really? That's the one that nobody wants to play. Oh no no no! Um, so you said there's like seven that are like bucket list. Um, 
there there really aren't, there isn't a yeah they're probably all just they're like, all they're all bucket list courses yeah. maybe the one that would be the black sheep one would be uh, there's like a par three course but actually oh, I think yeah. that'd be really cool to play it's Publix for the poor's yeah <laughs> um, six of the golf courses have hosted PGA Tour events okay um, obviously Pebbles hosted the um, the U.S. Open mm-hmm. hosting it this weekend yeah um, they they're very closely tied with Spanish Bay okay uh, but Spanish Bay can't host a, a tournament I mean, it's a beautiful golf course but they, they can't host a tournament because it's environmentally protected language barrier oh okay. uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's environmentally protected so they can only allow 5,000 people on the ground so it's just not large enough to host an actual golf oh, tournament interesting. they do play like they do host the I think AT&T has a tournament there every year uh, they're like a co-host of that gotcha but yeah Spyglass is up there Cypress Hill yeah um, I mean there these courses are like yeah, they're top. I notch. would do anything to play these courses. They're top I have played sure. Pebble Beach. Uh, I was born in Monterey. I was I, my family lived there when I was uh, like a baby. I, I I always say I'm from Monterey because it sounds cool, but I was only a baby when I lived there, and then I moved there. As you well. always? I've never heard you say that. Really? I I I don't try to make it. It's not like Trey. Like, oh, I'm from Florida. exactly. That's what I'm trying not to be. <laughs> <laughs> trying not to be like, oh, I'm from California. Yeah. You, you got a lot of cal- – I mean, you were big into, like, Screamo for a while there. Like a little uh, – Oh, yeah. No, give me some emo <laughs> for sure. Some pop punk. Yeah. Yeah, for A sure. yellow card. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a newfound glory guy. New, sorry. Newfound yeah. glory. Let's be, yeah. let's be real here. Uh, so some fun facts about Pebble. Uh, April is seal pup sup, p- seal pupping month. It's when all the seals come to Pebble Beach. and, yeah. uh, and do- Seals are fucking awesome. I didn't really realize this, but so- I was reading about this, and somebody was like, seals are just dogs in the water. Yeah, but I don't know. Do they come up? Like, do they let you pet them and stuff? I don't know if they, they let they you bite your hand off. I, I, they might have a little bite to them. Yeah. But these puppies are cute as shit. Yeah. They're little puppies. They're yeah, like yeah. little dogs. Um. Anyways, look up a puppy of well, a seal. Now, my question is, when we did that drive, we saw the elephant seals down south of Big Sur. Mm-hmm. And those things were not cute. They're like those enormous. Those are mean. Yeah. They're, well, they're just like giant and they're like lethargic and they smell terrible. Yeah, yeah. But I would imagine the puppies are pretty cute. The, yeah. Oh, the puppies are the puppies are gorgeous. Yeah. They're really funny. Um, they like now bark it's at different you. like seals. They're like you know like the seals like we know them like uh, like Andre from that movie Andre uh-huh. or that movie. If it's that kind of seal, then uh, yeah, I'm all in. Yeah. Uh, the, the 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 seals will stay on down on the rocks and stuff. And for some reason, like if you hit a ball in there, like they laugh at you. They they bark back at you. They're probably they, pissed they, off. I mean, they, they, there's they obviously know that you're mad. Like they they're. they're Goading you. Okay. Um, the seventh hole at Pebble Beach is like that beautiful par three mm-hmm. uh, that's right on the water, and you can see them. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. Um, a bagpiper makes a twilight stroll each evening at the inn at Spanish Bay, providing a sunset serenade to golfers, diners, and hotel guests. It's quite nice. <laughs> is this like a, uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking like a Lonely Planet? Excerpt right there, like the track, like what, what not to miss. Yeah, what, you make sure you're out there on the green. Yeah, right. to hear the bagpiper. And on a windy night, you might get a little more of a show than normal. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, Pebble Beach Company annually grows 200,000 seedlings of indigenous plants in the in its greenhouse right to on. be planted throughout the resort. At least 15,000 of them are trees, and that's a pretty big operation of trees. Yeah. Um, and it also, I mean, helps keep the grounds like impeccable. Right. Um. I've I've been there a few times and it's just it's so beautiful every time. Um, both the inn at Spanish Bay um, and the lodge at Pebble Beach have silver polishers on staff, working full time to keep all the collections perfect. I hate to see a Yelper get in there and have a smudge on a piece of silver. Um, 
So the restaurant at, at the lodge, they have one called The Bench. Okay. So it's called The Bench because when they bought it back in 1999, they um, consummated the sale. By fucking on a bench? Maybe that was the wrong word. <laughs> <laughs> By banging on a bench right there. Does, does that only mean fucking? Uh, no, I don't think. I think just when you say consummate the marriage, you're talking about banging. But but, the, but does consummate the but does consummate the contract? Like you finish the contract. Well, let's look it up. Consummate means means. No, it means by, it means boning. So I, it's a totally mis misused make, the word. Make complete by having sexual intercourse. All right, <laughs> <laughs> so Clint Eastwood's out there. <laughs> All right, I don't think Clint Eastwood was. Consummating the sale of the beach. <laughs> maybe what maybe he did. In any case, they finished. They completed the sale uh, out in front, looking out over the bay. Okay. And they put a bench there to to mark the spot. Perfect. Commemorate. Commemorate. But it was. Hours. But supposedly it was. It, it was, was like the it was. Where, but it was where I think it was signed. It was okay. done. So, um, okay. And so they call it the bench right. uh, for the restaurant. It was where they, they, they inked their names and they, they put a bench there. Like, that's, this is it. That's the lore I'm going to believe. Yeah. And that's the story I'm going to tell. Well, I like it better with Clint Eastwood just <laughs> having his way with somebody on the bench. I mean, knowing Clint Eastwood, yeah. he probably did use that bench. Maybe not at that moment. Right. Um, the bench has a pretty good menu. Uh, duck fat potatoes to start. Ooh. Ooh, sounds very good. Yeah. I think I would order the bench mac and cheese. Yeah. And the spicy chicken sandwich. Super interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, when I was making this, when I was making this, I was I was expecting this to happen. I'd be like, <laughs> our podcast is turning into our lunch order. That's right. That's right. I had a Chipotle bowl. Uh, but that's what I would recommend if you're if you're listening to how. Tell me what you know. Yeah. And you're Dark at the U.S. Potatoes. Open. Uh, don't miss out on the duck fat potatoes. This is at the end? Oh, at the bench. This is at the bench. The bench is at the end or is at the... Uh, at the end. Okay. Oh, no, excuse me. At, at the lodge. At the lodge. The lodge. Is that the Pebble Beach Lodge? Mm -hmm. gotcha. The inn is at Spanish Bay. Yes. And they're all within 17 miles of each other. They're all within 17 well, miles. Well, less than that. Right? The 17-mile drive is super, like... It's like a circle. So I actually thought it was a loop. It's not a loop. There's a beginning and an end, and it... Oh, okay. Yeah. It, well... Oh, you're right. It is. But it, but the end is close to the beginning. It's not like a drive out. Yeah. Well, it's because you end up uh, back in because you're out. on the Monterey Peninsula. So so when you come back in, you you would be near the, the start. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's all it's not a closed loop per se, but Cur it's pretty close. It, yeah. It's it's doable as a loop. Man, some of those houses back there. Unbelievable. What the hell? Who yeah. owns those? Um, you guys need to download and subscribe so we can afford a house and <laughs> seventeen yeah. mile drive if you don't mind. Yes, please. Thank you. Um, but yeah, I mean that's that's. I would say the the signature holes there are are as I mentioned number seven, number eighteen, number eighteen is that long so, par five around around the, the bay. So uh, it's a beautiful finish. The there's there's like a little beach access at, like in Carmel. You know, you kind of go down the hill and then you get on the beach right there. Mm -hmm. And you can see what I always thought was fifteen, but maybe it's eighteen out to the right. That just goes right along. There are multiple holes. Okay. Um, but uh, but eight, any of them that go along the shore are unbelievable. Yeah. But it's and you get the sun setting there. Yeah, eighteen is just I think the best finishing hole in America. Okay. Like I, I I don't know of a better way to finish a golf course with that setting. There, I mean it's it's perfect. So I mean Pebble Beach is the number one public golf course in the country. Yeah. I I, I think it's pro it could be number one. I mean the only other course I think you're throwing in there, well you could have several other courses, but is Augusta. 
Um, well, yeah, but, oh, you, but, mean, you mean number one overall, not just I, yeah. I, I think Pebble Pebble would certainly be in the conversation for number one overall, yeah. just because it's, I mean it's semi private. There's you still have to stay at the lodge. You still got to pay a lot of money to be able to play it. It's not the, like Beth around, Page Black uh, where you can go play it for sixty bucks. What's the green fee out there? Uh, actually, did not look up the green fees, but it's, it's got to be like five hundred bucks. Or yeah, it's like four fifty, four hundred bucks. Um, plus, you got to take a caddy, <laughs> yeah. and you got to tip uh, them out. Right? You got to stay there to play, and you got to stay there. How you do? So it's a whole thing. I mean, it's you're not doing it for right. Just the greens fees, right? You're not um, you're not making a day trip from San Francisco. To play no, and this and this is a bucket list course. This is something that you should. If you're a big golfer, this is on your list of I got to yeah. make a like a pilgrimage there, right? Uh, and Sell if you're kidney. lucky enough, you can maybe know somebody to get you on some of the other courses. Um, Spanish Bay is beautiful. You can get on Spanish Bay. Do you know anybody? Uh, I don't. I'd have to make some calls. Okay. Um, Spyglass. Yeah. I mean, Spyglass is super private. Right. And Cypress Hill is even. Cypress Point, excuse me, is even more. He <laughs> said Cypress Hill twice, and all yeah, I can think so of is uh, yeah. the band, the rap group. Yeah, well, <laughs> so, well, I'm going up to play Somerset Hills yeah. up in New Jersey soon, so I'm mixing up gotcha. my, my second gotcha. words. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's 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 Pebble Beach. Well, I'm looking forward to this weekend and the tournament for sure. Uh, what's the weather supposed to be out there this week, you know? Uh, I haven't looked at that, actually. Yeah, well, hopefully it's... It's nice. Uh, it's been the, in the practice rounds. Like the, it's been nice. The footage I've seen so far it looks beautiful out there. It's like seventy degrees and sunny and thick rough. That rough is thick. Yeah. But you know what? You know not to hit it in the rough. Don't, Don't hit, hit it the there. Rough. If you hit it in the rough, you're gonna be punished. You're gonna be whipped <laughs> with a bogey. Yeah. Or two. It's gonna be hard to get out for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, well, cool. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in to this week's episode. Hope you liked it. This will be posted uh, Friday morning, so that will be today's the 11th, or the 14th. 14th. Friday morning around 9 a.m. Uh, we will consummate this podcast. <laughs> That's right. We're going to consummate the podcast, consummate all over you guys. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening. We will talk to you guys next week. Thanks. Thanks.